Visualist Podcast. This is episode 120. Woo! 40 times 3. 40, drinking 40s. Got my 40 with me. Got three 40s lined up. <laughs> Gonna burn through them this episode. Three 40s of Bud Light, though. It's classy. Uh, that That is the classy 40. Um, yep. Uh, this was at gmail.com or on Instagram, Patreon for the philosopher and pastor thing. Um, <sighs> let's get right into our, our first segment <laughs> trifling in NYC. Um, I understand you have something involving a train, a subway train. Yeah. So, um, you know, during COVID times, I haven't really, uh, had all my train experiences. Usually, I, I have a, I spend a lot of time on the train previously, but um, yeah, a lot of a lot of your previous triflings did revolve around train. Of course, train, yeah, we had train incidents when we had Brandon Col- when we had Brandon Collins on. He was talking about someone taking it was someone taking a shit on a train and then he stepped in it. Yeah, that was. Ugh. Yeah, that was rough. That was terrible. I, I, I've never had that experience. Yeah, check check that out. I think it was episode ninety eight, listeners. Wow, that was a good recall. Ninety eight, yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Look at that memory. Well, now I, ho- I hope so. At this point, now you got me. <laughs> I, doubting I open it. up your. I open up that recall. Yours. <laughs> <laughs> got that total recall. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so um. I was on. I was riding the train. Uh, it was. It was a morning, so it was like similar. Was it the rush hour time? Whatever. It was in the morning. Um, so I go down. I was a little irritated because I I see the train. I just missed the train, so I'm like, oh, here we go. Like longest wait time possible, right? The train was pulling out of the station as I'm coming down the stairs. Right. So, um, in this in this station. I can see across to the train, uh, to the waiting area and the train going in the opposite direction as well. And so I'm waiting on my side. And then there are these three, um, well, maybe there's, there's four of them, MTA workers. And they were just providing just general comedy and entertainment. It was honestly like a, a episode of Three Stooges. These, these three were just bickering with each other. Uh, it was like t- two versus one. One was like, "Come on, just just pick it up!" Like it, it was hilarious. And one guy just got wait. Mad they were they were on the other platform. They were standing next to me, just arguing. They're standing with each right other. next to you, yeah, arguing about because what? they had all this Trash? stuff, and they were deciding which exit to go to. And one guy's like, "Well, call and see where the truck is." So we go to the right exit. He's like, "It doesn't matter. He's got a van. It's got wheels, right? It can move. It just goes where we are." No, I want to call. And it was like. <laughs> It was, oh, it was gold. They they tried to to load their stuff onto a hand truck and it all fell over. And one guy just <laughs> threw his hands up and he was like, I'm, I'm done. Why are you getting so mad? He's like, I don't have any patience anymore. I'm too old for this. And I was like, okay, guys. <laughs> but, uh, Wait, they loaded something up in a hand truck 
it fell over, and then someone literally threw their hands up. Yeah, like and he someone just, from something from a forties movie. Yeah, he just threw his hands up and walked away. It was like, you, you, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with you guys. You guys, you guys. <laughs> like, take it easy, man. It's like I'm, I'm he must old. have been really upset. I patience anymore? Yeah, I think they had been working since early in the morning because it it seemed like it wasn't like they had just started. Like maybe they had started like six a.m. or something. You know. Okay. Um. And it had just been like building up throughout the morning, but um, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> so, so that happened. This is just all like, so this is just my trains in general. So there was that, and then there was a guy that had passed me, um, and I noticed him because he was just talking loudly on his phone, but he had the um, the earbuds, right? Like those Apple earbuds. He was talking loudly. He had a pretty like bright, brightly colored coat. He was just very noticeable, right? So okay. he had gone over and crossed to the other side because he needed to go the other way. So he was over there and I, I could, you know, he was essentially across from me. He was on a bench, but he was doing that thing where he's got his feet where the seat is and he was sitting on like the middle part, you know, on the backrest. His butt was on the backrest part. Okay, right. And he's talking and then all of a sudden something happens and, you know, he gets excited and exclaims really loudly and jumps up. As he jumps out, I see one of his earbuds fly out and land in the train tracks. Now, this is like oh shit, a fear of mine with the earbuds in general. They just fall on the ground, right? Like, And then I, what, do I have to buy a whole new pair? But anyway, so then that falls and he's looking and he looks up and he sees me looking at him. And then I look, it looks like he's about to jump down. He takes off his coat and then I like, I like point to the, uh, um, to the scheduler, man, that's not even what it calls the arrival, uh, the screen that shows the arrival time. The, so like, the shit oh, says the one minute clock. and it's blinking. So, well, it says zero and it's blinking. It's like, so that means that the train is yeah. like coming imminently. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, I point up at yeah. that and then he looks and then he looks down he sees the light. Okay. So he stops. So he doesn't go for that. Then I don't know what happens with that because before I see that resolution, my train comes. But before I can get on the train, I feel like some guy coming on my right, right? And he's like getting like, you know, if he's getting close and you can just feel it when someone like gets closer to you, like sort of invades right. your personal bubble, you know? And then like in COVID times, I think it's even more heightened because I'm like, whoa. You know, yeah. in normal times, it'd be like, maybe, okay, the train is starting to come and we're all like getting close to the doors and we're getting closer to the edge so we can get on, right? But I'm like, but why are you standing close to me? Like, there's this whole platform. It's a lot of places you can be. And so hmm. then I like look at him and he's not wearing a mask, first of all. Nice. <laughs> and he's got a, like a bag of Wendy's and which is fine. Oh, okay. You know, I like well. Wendy's Columbus, you know? Yeah, I can maybe sort of put that over his mouth. Yeah, sort yeah. of a makeshift <laughs> mask. Just put the and then he's got the benefit of bag uh, over his head, and he can eat through the bottom. <laughs> eat through the bottom of it. Put it up. Yeah, he's got the benefit of the, that delicious Wendy's smell. And did you hmm. did you just say you know you're on board with that because of the Columbus connection? Yeah, I'm like all right, Wendy's okay. All right. So. Yep. I'll give him credit for yeah, that. Yeah, it's been a while since I've had some. Yeah, yeah I don't. Takes me back. I don't particularly like Wendy's in the city. Only when I go to Ohio do I eat Wendy's. Yeah, that's the good, good A one prime <laughs> Wendy's. 
It's that pure they get Wendy's. The, because, because Wendy's started in Columbus, yeah, they make sure that they have the good meat. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Not this grade C stuff you get, <laughs> you know, out, outside in the hinterlands. Everybody knows that. Okay, um, so we had the Wendy's. Oh, yeah, so pushed, he comes up. Crowding up on like, why are you so close? And he said, hey, good morning. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I was like, hey, how you doing? He's like, man, uh, I just wanted to say, like, this is where it gets a little awkward. You look really, you look really handsome. I was like, okay, okay, <laughs> thanks, man. That's nice. And he's like, it's like you know, just like to take things to brighten up people's day sometimes. I was like, oh, well, hmm. thanks. That's very nice. You know, bring a smile to people's face. And then he sticks out his hand like he wants to shake my hand. Oh, no, no, no. And I was like, mm, no handshakes. So then I sort of like try to do the elbow. He doesn't really get that social cue. But then I mm. like fist him. And so then we just do like a little pound. So like, okay. Mm. All right, man. Thanks. That was that was nice. And so then I get on the train. And then he gets in too. <laughs> oh, boy. No, but it, it ends fine. That's basically where it ends. He goes to I Okay, so... So you didn't sit right next to no, him? No, basically, I waited to see where he went. I let him go first, and <laughs> then it was the old go the opposite way, right? <laughs> you pull out your phone as soon as you're stepping on the train, like, oh, oh, deal's going through. It's Mr. Yakamoto. I got to take this. <laughs> yes? Like, Hold on. Can't sit down. <laughs> basically. I, was like, I, I might can't. have to actually get off the train and go back up to my apartment to get the paper. <laughs> Other files, you know, since I was like at the front of the uh, I was like at the front of that car, right? So I guess technically I could have just let him go in and then go to the car right in front. I could have gone in like the back door, <laughs> the one right in front. I mean, that's you can't do that. He he seems like he was being genuine. He, he was, so it was a little extreme. But I just did the old, you know, go where he doesn't go. So he went in, right. he turned left, I turned right. So, okay. <laughs> and I just stayed in my area, and then he proceeded to just eat his Wendy's on the train with no mask, mm. and I was like, mm, you know, even in like non-COVID times, I sort of frowned when people were <laughs> eating their Wendy's on the train like that. I was like, mm, right, on, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> I only got i I don't really mind. Yeah, I mean, Wendy's is is probably pretty uh, fragrant. Um. But the one that really got me was when they someone would have the street meat. Oh man! And open up the, that yeah. carton. And the, it's like, that lamb oh. over rice. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. That one's not great. Because that good. You now you're going from fragrant to pungent <laughs> aromas. Yeah, the Wendy's was fine. I didn't even really smell it. Did I? No, I didn't notice, but I just, I knew it was Wendy's. And then, like, he was fine. The rest, he didn't even say anything. He did say something when I left. So I guess he was, like, sort of watching hmm. me because he noticed when I was leaving. And I yep. looked and I, we, like, made eye contact as I was leaving. And was, he was like, have a good day. I was like, all right, take it easy, man. So, like, it was, like, kind of nice, but, you know, whatever. Was he saying nice stuff to anyone else? He wasn't talking to anybody else. Huh. All right. But it was like, okay, I guess, like, for me, it's just sort of signaled, like, uh, I don't know, a little bit of a return to some normalcy, because, like, I, right. as you know, I got a lot of weird stuff happen on the train most of the time. So I'm like, oh, okay, right. Rando's talking to me, weird stuff happened on the train, New York City's coming, 
coming back. <laughs> uh, I see. Yeah. Well, I want to. I want to go back to this. Uh, this Flash Daddy who lost his uh, his earbud. I wish. I almost wish that I had just like waited for my train to go to see how he resolved this problem. <laughs> I like that. Like he was gonna. G- jump down to get his ear, but except that he happened to catch, he, he saw that you were looking. Yeah. So then he's what embarrassed to risk his life for an earbud. <laughs> he's too embarrassed to do it. Probably as opposed to like you know having some sense about his own personal well being. Yeah, I don't know. Like he took his coat off. He did the thing where like he pulled his pants up, was ready to like hop down. Like man, come on now. Like, <laughs> well, he did now? Did he do it in a way? It seemed like he had done this before. Because I would like taking your coat off and all this. Like, he, like what? He did it. Like, man, it was. I I guess the degree of comfortability that he showed made it seem like he'd done yeah. it before. It was just like he was about to like just hop a fence, you know? Like, you're like, oh, okay, right. just hop a, like n- like no possible consequence except maybe you trip hopping over the fence. But it was like you're going into the tracks, man. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that I mean the they are pretty expensive, uh, but you know, tra- train hitting you probably more expensive. Yeah, but, you know, if not for you, then your loved ones. Um, did yeah, I'm really because ki- what what would what like I've ne I would never I don't think there's any circumstance where I would go down on the tracks unless it was. I, my child, I guess. And then yes, but they would literally be. That would probably be the only circumstance. Uh, yeah, that's probably the, I, the only reason. Because also, what they tell you is go to the nearest station agent. They can tell the train to just stop. There's no other way to stop a train. Right. Like they don't stop. They don't see people there. Like they don't. They're not just going to stop, and they can't stop without warning. I mean, stop in time without warning. Mm-hmm. They they can't. So he could. And yeah, I mean, most likely that tiny little thing, unless it landed perfectly like on the rail, like nothing was going to happen to it. Like it wasn't oh, going to yeah. crack, or I mean, it'd just be you know. So you're saying like he should let the train go by and then get it? Because I'm still I'm saying no. You got to just got to chalk that up as a loss. He's probably gonna. In my mind, he he lets that train go by and then hops down there. Yeah. Well. Yeah. If he's you knows getting his pant legs rolled up and you know <laughs> doesn't want to muddy up his his jacket, which I guess. He's not concerned about someone taking while he's down rummaging through the garbage on the train track. <laughs> rats, the rats probably got it. Oh, Miss, Miss Frisbee is already ter- figuring out how to exchange it for some food for her kids. I think that's how that movie goes. <laughs> oh my god, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is, and all this happened on the same day. That was the same. Yeah. While I'm just waiting for the wow. train, all of that. I was like, oh, okay, here we go. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's pretty good. Um, well, mine, my trifling is not quite that interesting, but I've been, um, as, as you know, I've been sort of toying around with the clubhouse app. Um, you know, we were talking earlier about it. I think ostensibly it's, it's supposed to be for networking, okay. which, you know, it's, it's like any other social media thing, except it's all audio based and there's no records kept of anything. So you, it's not like you can't go back and listen to a recording of a meeting. And 
apparently, you know, there's these rooms that are set up and you sort of sign into one and there are usually around, I don't know, six to 10 people who are able to talk as much freely. Uh, and then there, there's like a waiting area where everyone else sort of is and they're, they're listening and then moderators can assign people the ability to talk, uh, from, from the waiting area, um, if they want. Uh, and so, you know, they have had certain celebrities come on to be in these moderated panel discussions essentially. And, and then I guess it's like the moderators opening up the waiting area is sort of like a Q and a portion of a panel. Um, okay. so I think I saw that Mark Zuckerberg was in one recently. Um, so, but okay. If, if that's what it's like, like you can go on YouTube and watch and t- tons of Mark Zuckerberg speeches on any t- subject you want, probably. Um, if you want to listen now, it's not as interactive, but you know, these rooms will get, thousands of people in it. So the odds of you being chosen to ask your, you know, your question about, you know, you know, why, why are we still getting QAnon stuff in the feed? I thought I blocked that, you know, weren't you, wasn't <laughs> so there some you, sort so of, you pan, like, did you have to go say, talk to Congress something about we're this? working on? I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get that. Yeah. We're looking into it. Uh, but anyway, I, ostensibly that's the purpose. But what I what I've seen is that I find more interesting is there's just rooms that are, are just sort of people being trifling, ratchet, uh, silly, um, and you know I find those kind of fun to just sort of peek into, listen for five ten minutes, and then um, and then bounce out. But uh, so recently I, I was I was in one such room, and and again it. Uh, the room will tell you how many people, like as you scroll down, it, it provides a list of different rooms with different topics. Um, and uh, with the, I think the feed, there's an algorithm to what, what rooms it services you. I've, st- I tried starting a room a couple times uh, just to talk about uh, music biz stuff. I happen to be somewhat knowledgeable in that area and I set up a room and no one comes. And so I'm sitting there waiting for like 10 minutes. No one shows up. So, I mean, I think, I think it's best to sort of coordinate with people that you know in advance, set up a room. Then maybe if there's like five or six people in it, it'll show up in other people's, you know, scroll, whatever. Um, so anyway, I like to, the rooms with, with fewer people. Um, and I found one the other day uh, I think it was some point in the evening and it was the room was called you know why we called you here you know was, why we called you here you know why we called you here okay. yes. and I didn't know but that did pique my curiosity so I went in and um, essentially I think the vi- it was about six people who were the moderators but as soon as you went in, they were essentially allowing you to come into the main speaking area. So basically giving everyone who came in a chance to speak. Oh, um, okay. So, yeah. So it was like, oh, cool. I can sort of feel this out a little bit, chat. And what they were they were doing sort of like um, just like a I, – I think I had the sense that it was like maybe five people who knew each other. 
and then maybe two other people who had sort of joined randomly and then uh, and then me and I went and I was just sort of listening and they were doing like um it seemed like they're in the middle of this game where it's like you know pick what's your favorite city just like conversation starters and then they would go down the line and ask everyone what their favorite city like favorite city was and why just to get the conversation going okay. basically All right. and so when I got in and they let me into the speaking area they were on the question uh, what's the weirdest smell that you've ever smelled weirdest? so i was sitting myself yeah what's the weirdest smell huh. um i mean what what would you say hmm i don't i don't know i'd have to think about that one weirdest i have some pretty like gross smells like that hot well yeah garbage it wasn't wasn't about City. grossness but um i mean so it anyway so it it went, it was going down the line and, uh, I was like, Oh shit, I should, I should try to come up with something good and funny and interesting that I could talk about right. knowledgeably. And what I can what I came up with was cheese and specifically Gruyere cheese. And I like Gruyere cheese. I mean, it's my favorite, but it does have a sort of a weird smell. Okay, so that was my one. I was like, "Oh man, this is going to be great. We can talk about foods we like. It's a segue. Boom! I'm in, I'm in there. I'm in like Flynn." <laughs> and so the person I rem- I don't remember what everyone said, but I remember the person bef- before me, as they're going down the line, said gasoline. Oh, okay. Which is a decent one. Yeah, that's decent. Know? It's a very distinct smell. Not terribly pleasant. Not terribly unpleasant. Um. I, I have a, a bit of a thing with it. When I was like seven years old, I, I liked pumping the gas in my family's car. Yeah, it's sort of fun. And I, it is. And I think, yeah, it's like seven or eight. And I accidentally messed it up somehow or it got away from me. And I got gasoline in my eyes. <laughs> and, and I was started freaking out. And they had to take me to the hospital. And I had to get like my eyes sort of like flush yeah, but with these really weird wash, right? it was this really weird device that was like it was like like big contact lenses big plastic contact lenses attached to like a hose so there's two of them and they had to go to my eyes and then like attached into my eyeballs and flush my eyes out that i still Dang. remember that day vividly oof that was rough but anyway so it gets to me and like and again key part is that a lot of these these this group is all clearly friends with or friendly with each other so they finally get to me <laughs> they're like okay uh visceralist what, what's your uh what's your weirdest smell and i was like and i immediately got a little bit nervous because i was on the spot and yeah. i was like i said um cheese and before i even got the chance to say gruyere they were like someone was like huh okay uh, and then they move on to the next person. Now, <laughs> wait, all you got to say was cheese. All I got to say was cheese. And then I started to be like, I think I started to be like, yeah, yeah, you know. And then they moved on to the next person. Like, okay, yeah, I guess it could be. Uh, it's Derek, what, what's yours? <laughs> <laughs> and I, man, it took me right back to like the bad old days of middle school, like in terms of like feeling left out, feeling like I was just being sort of tolerated in the group and not really valued or, or desired to be in the group. Just kind of like, like when, you know, 
the teacher has to put like the awkward kid in the group with, mm-hmm. kid, with the cool kids to sort of make them feel better. But it's a terrible idea because the cool kids are just going to be disgruntled that now they have to share their time. Like all of that vibe just like went like shooting into my, into my brain. Like, like my brain was being flushed out with, with um, all you got to say was cheese. Like cheese. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. next. I didn't get to go into my whole prepared thing like Gruyere. You know, it's usually like, oh, what's I expected them to say? Oh, Gruyere. Yeah, what's that? And then I could say, oh, well, that's what they usually melt down to put it fondue. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I could segue. I had all these things planned for this, and this it just went to shit. Damn. Just cheese. Which, yeah, it's not. Because if you're thinking of just, I don't know, a block of cheddar, it yeah, doesn't like if you right. So if you're saying just cheese, people are like, uh, cheese isn't that weird. But you, <laughs> you didn't get a chance to say your specific <laughs> weird smell. Yeah, I mean, maybe I should have said Gruyere cheese. I was hoping for well, and this is the other thing. Every other person who went down the line had the opportunity to sort of expand on on what they meant and like why they thought it was a weird smell. And like, there was a whole conversation. They were yes. Anding really well. Oh, okay. I think that's the thing. Um, and they got to me and it was just a uh, cheese. Huh? Uh, I could see that. Derek. <laughs> Nobody. Did we want to follow up on your cheeses? <laughs> no oh man. I don't know. Like that's the thing. If you want to group, like I wouldn't do that to someone. If I started a a clubhouse group, like room, and I was was gonna go down the line. No, you got to yes and. You got to make people feel like you know they're part of it. I would agree. I don't know what. What do you think? What's what's your experience with clubhouse been? And have you thought of a weird weird smell? Um, I, I stopped trying to think of a weird smell, but um, okay. <laughs> No, like my experience with Clubhouse has just been more confusion. Like I don't, I don't really understand the point. Like I know you tried to right. explain it, and people like there have been so many articles, and I read like maybe one, but I still, okay. I still don't get it. Like it's sort of like I, I went in there. I remember you, you had sent me that initial room, <laughs> uh, that was like kind of funny stories and so i think i listened to that one for a minute but i actually haven't like really gone back in there's a lot of stuff on here it's it's all over the map but it just seems like yeah subject was yeah a lot of people that i don't know just want to like make themselves seem more than what they are but um yeah i i think um i mean there's a lot of dating advice rooms as well um, I mean, like I took a screen cap of one room that was titled, uh, just cause I found it funny. Uh, why do women, why do women put more value on the box than the D and they put the little emoji of a cat face after the word box. And then they put the eggplant after the, the letter D. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I see what, okay. I see what they did there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I was in that room too long because yeah, I think it, it is a lot of people. I mean, I look, if this is a personality type that you come across where people just talk, just to talk and be talking and, um, and I think seeing people feel a compulsion to sort of 
fill the air with with talking. Like I, I've encountered people like that. I'm not saying it's good or bad. It's just a specific personality type that I don't really share. But yeah, I think Clubhouse definitely attracts that sort of uh, personality type. I guess it, it does seem like that. There was one that I like kind of enjoyed. I was in it briefly. It was uh, man. I don't remember the exact name, but it was basically something about a barbershop and people were just in there, like just barbershop talk, like roasting each other on clothes that people used to wear, like early 2000s. Oh, okay. Um, so like, it was oh, sort that of, sounds fun. Yeah, like it was sort of funny to listen to, but um, I mean, I'm sure it probably would have been more funny if I'd known the actual people. Right. But uh, yeah, like overall, like, I don't, I don't know. Like you said, this, like this content already exists. Like on so many other platforms, so yeah, I didn't. I don't really get the need for it. Yeah, yeah, I'll probably be deleting it shortly. I mean, I know Facebook is already coming up with its own Clubhouse clone, essentially, uh, and I assume other the other big platforms will as well at some point. Um, sort of a novel idea in that it's all audio based chat. Um, as opposed to, I guess, text or video, but, uh, anyway, we shall see. We'll keep tabs on that. And we will also keep tabs on a new show on Disney plus Disney plus exclusive brought to you by Marvel videos called the Falcon and the winter soldier. Like they think they're the Ohio State University. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they definitely stole that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll get into the first two episodes. Um, you know, I, I think overall for the, the per- first two, I, you know, it's it is more what we ex- what what I expected from an MCU show as opposed to again WandaVision. We don't need to spend too much time comparing it to WandaVision, but you know, right off the bat, it's it's what you ex- would expect from an MCU product uh, based around these two characters. Yeah, none of that um, like old timey. No, none of that opening confusion. It would be funny if they if it's <laughs> if it started off as like sort of an animated take on G- the old GI Joe cartoons from from the eighties. Oh, man, <laughs> it was just in that format for the f- whole first episode. <laughs> I think yeah, Marvel would really be pushing it. To would list. you have? Would you have turned it off at that? Would you have at just that, given it thirty seconds? Like, let's and see. Like, Fuck no. Let's see what else we can do. Let's see how badly people want this content. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just fucking with people who are like addicted to MCU content. Yeah, no, we're not. It's not even going to be like Joe. We're going to make it like Mask. Oh man, <laughs> Mask. Like, bullshit spinoff or, or like wannabe Transformers. Oh, I did not even GoBots level. I did love. I love Mask. I had. had I had some good toys. toys. They had that motorcycle turned into a helicopter. Uh Man, oh man, I was rocking out with those. I hadn't thought about that in a while. Wow, good. See, see, kids, kids these days. See, see, they don't know. These these millennials. See, they don't know. I'm I'm not doing it. (laughs) So yeah, what what's your overall? And before overall, we get into the specifics, overall, I'm gonna say I 
I was hesitant at first because it's basically like they have no powers. I mean, I guess Bucky does, but um, right. And I was just curious to see if I would be able to stand like a whole TV show just built around these two because I don't remember them having like a ton of of chemistry and being really good characters that I thought could carry a standalone uh, like vehicle, I guess. In the standalone mm-hmm. show, but it, it hasn't. Like I've been fine with it so far. I'm curious to see where it goes. Like Mackie's a little annoying. I like them together more than I like them apart. I guess Bucky yeah, and him. I, I like I mean, them when they're together. They had a like. This is almost like a preview of this series back in um, what was it Civil War, where they were sort of, they were sort of. Um, I, I can remember a scene where they're in the back of a car together and just kind of bickering with each other. Um, do you recall that? Um, no, but I, I didn't recall it until I watched that uh, that Legends thing. I was like, oh yeah, these two have that good like bickering little. They got the whole like uh, like a little bit of that Lethal Weapon thing going, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's a good uh, good comparison. Uh, and I, I do wonder if they were if they knew even back then because that was 2016. Uh, if they were going to planning like laying the seeds for the show even back then, I wonder. Maybe I mean MCU is fairly devious like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're already you know taking off their jacket, rolling up their pant legs on us <laughs> metaphorically, getting, getting ready, ready to ready to go. <laughs> But yeah, but overall, uh, let's get right I would into say it's, it's okay. It's, uh, go ahead. Overall, I would say I'm I'm fine with it. I'm curious to see where it goes, but like, yeah, it's pretty much what I expected it to be. Sort of like a uh, agent of agent of shields thing happening. But um, mm. did you watch that show? No, I didn't. So I, I'm yeah, not really sure if that's it. accurate or not. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that bullshit on network TV. Come on, I know. It's on ABC? No, thank you. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, they got 20 episodes seasons. So you know they're stretching that budget out to get one special effect an episode. Uh. <laughs> uh, the biggest star is Agent Coulson? Oh, okay. So you know you're not getting any Cap- Captain America appearance. Oh, yeah, Coulson. Nothing. I mean, he was. people oh. liked Coulson, too. People liked that show, and it ran for... It's like six, seven seasons. It might even still be on. I don't mm. know. Um. So I'll just go through. We can start with episode one. Um. Uh. I mean, I took some notes. Not not so much about the plot, but just stuff I I found notable. Um. So, like at the initial, a uh, sort of uh, chase scene where Sam is going after um that dude from from winter soldier. I think his, I think his name's Batrock, the French dude. Oh yeah. I thought I remembered him. So he, uh, so there was a scene where he, he's in a helicopter. Uh, Batrock is in the helicopter with the kidnapped dude. And he's like, okay, he's trying to coordinate. He's like, okay, Falcon's chasing us, whatever. We got to move over here. What a plan for this shoot down that rock formation. And then all of a sudden <laughs> camera moves over 
and he and Falcon sitting right next to him. He says, "What's up?" <laughs> I thought that was really funny. You enjoyed that one. Yeah, that was pretty slick. Yeah, uh, and that scene was pretty good. Out. Nice action sequence. Um. Yeah, I think uh, the he's got so he's got this partner named Torres. Apparently, uh, he was actually a little bit annoying in that first. And in that the intro, his introduction, I was like, okay. Come yeah, on. I mean, I I was probably like, why does Sam need this guy at all? Um, he's already got these little drone buddy. Yeah, I guess they didn't really do much. They were just flying around on the on the on the ground, being like, "Okay, you've got 15 seconds while you enter." I don't remember whose airspace, but basically, you get you're running out of time. Oh, right. You got to make this happen. Yeah, I love how. Yeah, I think it was Tunisian airspace, and I I love how, or no Libyan, and I I love how they're like like so concerned about. Oh, we couldn't possibly even fly in for a few seconds into Tunisian or Libyan airspace. Like the U.S. military wouldn't give a flying, literally a flying fuck about <laughs> being in the airspace to, to capture someone on some mission for a few minutes. They, <laughs> what, yeah. what are the Libyans going to do? Come on, exactly. Are they really monitoring I mean, I hate it to sound that closely? So... By the way, anyway, like how would they know? Exactly. I yeah. I mean, and I hope I'm not coming off to, you know. Amerocentric or, or military centric, I guess. I, I'm certainly not really, but it's more, I guess, a cynical view of 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 what the military would actually do. And it's just like, I mean, you know, I, well, I'm not, I'm not even gonna go down. Yeah, that I road, mean, but. basically, you're right. They were, if they went in there for ten seconds, sure, whatever, it happens. And then if Libya says something, they'll say, "Oh, sorry, but we had to." And yeah, then that'd be and that'll it. be, and that'll be that. <laughs> But yeah, no, like, so yeah, they had Torres and Sam being like, oh, no, I can do it. I can get in this tight 15 second window. We got to rescue the, the, this dude. I'm not even sure what the dude they rescued was for or what he was up to. I don't know either. It was, and maybe it'll come back and mean something later in the series. I kind of hope it does, but it might not. Well, it seemed like Torres was mostly set up to talk about this um this flag smasher organization because yeah. he's the one who told sam about it and it seems like they're the primary antagonists uh which which is cool but i think what i find with a with this series and wandavision and i don't really know how to describe this this sense or this tone but basically it's it's maybe paint by numbers is the best way because it's like we couldn't possibly. Their thinking is we couldn't possibly just have Sam talk to this guy in this cafe about this flag smashers. We also we need to introduce him here earlier on with this really shoehorned in uh, motivation or or reason for him to even be there. But it but it it's transparent and it feels shoehorned. Yeah, like he didn't need to be helping Sam there. He didn't do anything to help him other than be like, I'm looking through your, your HUD. Uh, it looks like you need to go to the left, fly right 90 degrees. Like Sam knows that. 
Yeah, it, there was there was really no point to him being. But that's there, the vibe except I get. The introduction, yeah, you're right. They, and they could have like, what was stopping them from just meeting? Like, they could have just met at that cafe, or I don't even know yeah. who Sam's connection was. The person that linked them up was like, "All right, so Sam, we need your help with this. This guy's going to talk to you about these uh, red hand people." Right. Yeah, this he's got the intel on on the flag smashers. Yeah. I guess. Um, I mean, look, yeah, of course they need a cool fight scene for both. Like, I, I get that. That's just a trope of an action movie or, or show. Uh, so they had, so both Winter Soldier and Falcon had like a cool fight scene. Like, I, and Winter Soldiers was was pretty cool. Um, uh, maybe a little truncated compared Wait, to it? to what you would find in a, in one of the oh, movies. Yeah. You're right. He had the two. Here's the, flash, right? the, the flashback, flashback dream sequence. Yeah. Right. Um, and it wasn't clear to me, maybe you know. So in the Winter Soldier's flashback, it shows that he kill, he takes out presumably the main targets. And then there's the random guy who, uh, who, I th- who there's the, the other guy who is the son of the guy that he later befriends right right so that that so that son guy he wasn't the main target right he was just a random no it it seemed like he was just wrong place at the wrong time and winter soldier was leaving no witnesses back then so it's like right okay i just wanted to be sure on that yeah yeah so i did find so then winter soldier's relationship with that guy and him trying to make amends and him you know coming close to telling him to give him some sort of closure, but, but then not doing it. I found that storyline pretty interesting. Um, and like, you know, grappling with his former past. Like I do like that they're addressing it because like head on because yeah, he is a, you know, crazy, you know, Hydra <laughs> Nazi assassin um, who killed. Yeah. There's probably ton- dozens, if not, you know, maybe hun- maybe hundreds with, if you count collateral damage, of people yeah. like that wrong place, wrong time, dude. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It's got to be so many of them. Um, I mean, that was the other thing, I guess, for me in terms of that. Like, I don't know, unless his like memory is outstanding. Like, how does he actually remember all those wrong place, wrong well, time? Well, he said in Civil War that he does remember all of them. Oh, he did? Okay. See, yeah. there you go. That's why I see. See? Marvel expects me to remember all this stuff from eight movies. Uh, yep. And I- yep. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and I only know that because I've seen Civil War like pretty recently. But yeah, if if you only saw it when it came out, you probably wouldn't. Yeah, I never. I don't. Well, think that's I why you got to get Disney Plus. That one. I have it. That, was that the one where Cap is the, fighting and- them in the elevator? Uh, no, that's Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's man. I love that fight scene. That's so good. Uh, Winter Soldier probably has the best fight choreography of any MCU movie. Maybe even including Infinity War. I I'd recommend going back to rewatch that. Uh, yeah, that one. I can I can do that. Um, yeah, I thought it was. I did like that that they addressed that um, his past and that he's actually in some kind of like mandated therapy trying to work through all this Oof. trauma of being like a hundred year old super soldier Hydra assassin who's been brainwashed yeah. like twice. 
Like, like it's when you say all the stuff that he's gone through, lost his arm, has like it is ridiculous. <laughs> That, that is a lot, yeah. When you lay it out all, all like that, that guy, yeah, he's had a he's had a pretty rough go of things. Yeah, it's um. So, right, uh, go ahead. No, that that was it. It was just like it was. It's a little ridiculous with him, but it's 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 good. He's trying to be reintroduced into society. He's you know trying to take care of himself, trying to right some of the wrongs in his past. So. I thought that was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I did. I did like th- that they addressed that head on too. Yeah. Um, and and another the other thing they addressed head on when Sam was tr- going to try to get a loan uh, with his sister, that the loan officer is like, "Yeah, so how do you get paid exactly? <laughs> does, t- does Tony pay you? Does that that was pretty that's, good too. That's a great question too because." Yeah, like okay, so say they were in the they was in the the Avengers officially for a while. Well, we'll assume that that's Tony, probably Tony funding as like maybe a government contractor uh, on paper. Um, and so they would all have salary, but then you know in Civil War they all go on the run, uh, and so Cap and and Natasha and Sam are, are all together. Maybe Tony is still funding them somehow, just out of loyalty. But the, but the answer that Sam gives when the loan officer asks him is he says, there's been a lot of goodwill. And then he sort of trails off. And I'm like, does that mean you, there's, there's Kickstarters going on or GoFundMes? Like, Goodwill? What? What are you talking about? I, I I guess in terms of, I mean, he is clearly currently a government employee. Yeah, like he's now now he's government. a government employee. I get. I I don't know. That, that sort of came up in this. Oh, that's right. Because he does. Well, I don't know. Does he do the? Is he a government employee now? Well, in episode two, you know, the one guy says that his equipment is government property. But then at that same episode, he's like, well, you guys have policies and procedures and protocols and clearances. We're, we, right. we don't have to follow those. And I was like, but We're wait, freelance. didn't you? I was like, so who? <laughs> Are you with yeah, nobody then? Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Because it does, I mean, so but going back to episode one, it does sort of make it seem like he's kind of broke. It, it really but, does. Yeah. Like he's like he's but no, he has the like, government backup. Like Torres is clearly in the military. Yeah, I'm. It's a little, it's a little confusing right now. He's as some to sort of what his freelance contractor. Yeah, or some, as to or what consultant. his status is. Like Bucky <laughs> right. seems to be like he obviously doesn't have a job, but I feel like he's maybe in like some kind of government sponsored rehab program. <laughs> right. Yeah, he probably gets like a stipend or something. Yeah, but but Sam, yeah, he went on that date. That's <laughs> bought, well, the, he bought went, the girls. He went drinks. to her restaurant, so you know. Well, yeah, I don't. Maybe not a date. Maybe a date is strong because it seemed like he just bought a bunch of beers <laughs> while she was cleaning up, or or ha- we'll say had a bunch of beers. <laughs> but like, I mean, it's probably tough for him to date because, like, you know, the the arm. You know, I'm gonna go straight to it. Dang the arm and this isn't like look it's, this is a comic book thing all right so it's comic book logic 
like you can't caress somebody with that. Well, yeah, That's probably dangerous. not. It doesn't feel good. But he has control over it. It's not like it's dangerous unless he wants to put that like put that grip on you. Then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying he's gonna do that. I'm saying like. That's probably going to be like you got to come clean at some point. I don't know. It's just difficult. I'm sure. You, you, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve love. Right. Well, she maybe even, he doesn't. She even asked him like, "What's the deal with those gloves?" And he's like, "Well, I can't wear one just to cover up my one vibranium hand, so I got to wear two, <laughs> or else it looks weird." But now I'm just walking right. around with gloves all the time. So yeah, like. <laughs> yeah. No one really wears gloves like that these days. <laughs> Does it seem to be? Does it? Do I have this wrong? Do people used to wear gloves more often? I feel like I it just, was it was more of a thing. Like maybe I'm just thinking of '80s movies. People wore like driving gloves and things. You know. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. That's a bunch of nonsense. But uh, anyway, yeah. So Uncle Sam, which I didn't put together, but I guess they've never shown his his sister before. But I thought that was kind of fun. <laughs> uh, them calling him Uncle Sam. It was pretty um, good. And yeah, like there was some other stuff that I thought was a bit too on the nose where it's like, um, yeah, the guy in Tunisia who goes up to, um, to, um, to Sam and he's like, he's like, yay, Avengers. He's like, oh, thank you. You brought my wife back to me, like congratulating him out of nowhere. And then like his sister being like, well, now we got to pack up these dishes for the soup kitchen. Mm hmm just like in the background, like, okay, like we get it. He's a, he's a good beloved guy. Who's like, you thought it was a little too much. Just, you gotta, you can't make him too perfect. You know, he's got to have some flaws. I get, you know, with captain America, his perfection is sort of viewed as a flaw in a way. And that's sort of what, well, that's what Tony says, I think for verbatim. Um, but to do it again with Sam, I, I, I don't know. Maybe they'll get – I think it's just not as interesting to have him just be such a super nice guy. It's not. I don't, know, maybe, um, maybe I don't, I don't think they're going to keep him like that, I guess. I, no, I don't think they are. But um, I think he's going to be uh, – I, I don't know. He's maybe, yeah, I guess it's almost the same because at some points he's like a little too idealistic, which sometimes happens with, with yeah. Cap. But yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And I think it's weird because Cap sort of became more of a realist over time. He did. He never lost his, like, I, I don't know. Like, I guess they did a good job with characterization with Cap because he was still, he was savvy about, like, how sort of dirty and rotten the world could be, but he still kept his like sort of upbeat, positive energy and his, his do good or do goodery. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe for some reason I, I'm just, I, I don't know why I'm not really liking it in Sam. It I don't think it's going to last for that much longer. Um, I think we're going to, I think the second episode sort of hinted at it. Well, yeah, let's get to, um, well, we'll see. I did, you know, what was interesting too, what last thing on the first episode was basically like (laughs) also at the loan officer, like the guy was pulling a little bit of fanboy stuff, but, um, right. Just the nod to the people that came back is like, well, you haven't, you know, 
you haven't had income or a job for for five years is like yeah, I was gone. Like I was disappeared. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he's looking at some some form. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 2010, 2015. Okay. Now from 2018 to 2023, there is a gap here in your, right. your income statement. Like, yeah. It was so, called, he was like, I was gone in the snap. Like, whoa. What do you think? It's like, yeah, motherfucker, you know about the fucking snap. <laughs> Remember Thanos? Remember that? <laughs> yeah, he should have. You know what? He should have just like put his hand about an inch away from that guy's face and just snapped his fingers. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I was. There's your explanation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a little, little insensitive. Yeah. Um. But and actually, you know, I was kind of getting into this like this stuff with him, his sister, owning like a fishing boat and have, apparently having some sort of fishing industry going. Yeah, I think kind of like or it. or maybe I, I might have that mixed up because I watched this movie called Blood and Wine that also involves a fishing boat pretty prominently. So I'm not sure if I'm mixing the two together. Blood and Wine is this weird neo noir from the late '90s with Jack Nicholson in it. Like, oh. That I came across on HBO. I was like, "Wait, Jack Nicholson was in the like?" I had never heard of it before, and it's it's pretty decent. Hmm. But anyway, uh, yeah, let's let's get into episode two, um, because oh, I got some I have some complaints about this too. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm looking at my notes now, and I and I I'm finding that. Maybe too many of these are complaints, so it's all right. You know, we love maybe complaints. I, I will. <laughs> but the first one is well, going back to our conversation, thing about Sam being sort of perfect. Like he was, like, we'll, we'll, let's talk about the new cat, John Cap, <laughs> Colin, uh, who's got man. It's so it's why it's, it's Kurt Russell's son, Wyatt Russell. Yeah. Who. Last thing I saw him in was an episode of Black Mirror, uh, and he has lost a lot of weight since then. Uh, so he's kind of weird looking. Really, uh, I've seen him in a couple things. Oh, uh, okay. I don't Recent what stuff now. Yeah, he was in. I mean, the Black Mirror thing is probably like five years ago. Yeah, he's been in this that like a couple TV shows. Um, he's he's been around, but he didn't look. Hmm. He didn't look that thin, but he did look strangely like much smaller in the unif in his like army military uniform than he did in the Captain America uniform. Yeah, that that was a little weird. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but as, essentially, my my take on this guy is he sort of seems like he reminds me of filling the role that Hayward did in Wandavision. In that he's a government agent who, in I, like I, I'm reading a little bit online about this show and trying trying to read not not nearly as much as I did with Wandavision, but people don't <laughs> people already seem to dislike this guy. Um, and I'm like, this guy's a government agent. He seems fairly decent so far. He's pretty good at fighting. He's just doing his job there's no clear reason to not take him at his word yet. So like, why are Sam and Bucky being such dicks to him? I, w- I would agree with that. They were being like complete dicks um, based on stuff that's just going on with them. 
not not really have anything to do with him. Like nothing, right? Nothing. He does through his fault. It's not. Yeah, it's not his fault that the government, after Sam gave up the shield, decided to just make him Captain America. Although he seems cognizant of this, like he addresses, he's like, "Look, I'm not your buddy, Steve. I'm not trying to be him. I'm just trying to do my job." I am a, like, we're both in the military. We know what it is. Like we have to follow orders. I'm good at my job. Like, why are you on my ass like this? Like, I'm not like, it seems like Sam and Bucky just can't get over. I I guess maybe just Steve's death. Although he's not really dead. Like at the end of Endgame, he's just old and kind of, it doesn't show what, what old cap did. Cause he, Presumably, isn't going back in time, yeah, right? It didn't it didn't show what he did? He so just, he's he could just be chilling somewhere, like under an assumed name, and just like no one's going to recognize him because he looks so much older, and just living out his life. Like I, I want, I sort of wonder if he'll, if old Cap will show up in this <laughs> at some point. I I don't think he will, but anything. It's possible. I mean, we were wrong with all of our predictions for who's going to show up in WandaVision. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so for us, I mean, maybe we're not, we're not the best sources. Yet. Yeah. So I have that, and then I have this I, – I wrote down too much banter, question mark. Uh, okay. That's, that's fair. I thought it was right – for me, it was like right on the edge. It was uh, maybe going one step over the line, but I was like, "Okay, guys, you got to pull it back." It was. I mean, like you said, yeah, they're they're really sort of leaning on the Riggs and Murtaugh dynamic. Uh, those are the guys from Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you use the reference. I know. Uh, I remember that. I remember. That. <laughs> I approve. Um, yeah, but you you were okay with it. Yeah. Say. Yeah. No. Do you do yes you actively no. like it? I, I was at certain times. I I thought it was excessive when they were spying on uh, flag smashers and deciding whether or not to go after them. Like that lead up to them. Right. right. All that banter. Ugh. Yeah. It, that was too much for yeah. me. In the warehouse, like, like, so, yeah. right? Because they're like, because Bucky's like, yeah, okay, I see two guys, so there's two guys I can take him out, and he's like, well, actually, there's five. Oh no, there's eight, and they're sort of joking, joking around about it. Yeah, all the the joking joke back and forth there was too much for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it leads to what I wrote down as the Matrix fight. Uh, which uh, I'm referencing Matrix Reloaded, where there's the two semi trucks right next to each other on the highway, and they're they're on the roof. I mean that that had to be a clear reference to that. Yeah, you know, I did not remember that. Good job. There you go. Um, but what did you think of this fight sequence? I had some issues with the fight sequence. Whoa. Um, okay. Well, first of all, um. The initial one was like, I, I don't know, like that that truck in the back is not gonna like radio ahead or see anything when some man runs <laughs> past him and jumps into the truck in front of him. 
just <laughs> just that's that's cool okay um right <laughs> i'd forgotten about about bucky's super super speed running <laughs> i do like the way i don't know how they film that but that that's he does that in civil war too where he shows him running faster than like cars on yeah, the highway that, like it that's was, it was okay i'll 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 let that one pass and then the whole the fight scene was fine except i didn't like i don't know all of a sudden the trucks were side by side and then all of a sudden there were more bad guys on the truck that was next to it i guess they could have just crawled out like whatever the fight sequence was yeah. fine um i thought it when whoever got knocked off and slammed into the car that was driving behind um i don't remember which one of them got knocked off into that car uh, yeah i don't either but realistically like if i was that driver i probably wouldn't have been following those trucks i'd have been like uh <laughs> I'm, oh, you because guys got it from here <laughs> gunplay going on on the roofs of them yeah but like i don't like really need to be behind this situation happening now <laughs> maybe right. i'll pull over to the side um but it was it was a decently choreographed. I didn't really. Um, I guess this is the first time we'd seen uh, what's his name, new captain fight. So that was that was fine. Right. But I, I was a little shocked when he pulled out the gun and shot somebody. I was like, oh, this is what Captain America's doing now. Okay, he's shooting people now. Oh, right. All right. That's that's something new for Cap. Um, yeah, well, he di- he did in the first Avengers movie. Okay, when you're right. He's back in World War Two, but that's he in the does war. Definitely, you gotta shoot people. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. Um, but yeah, you, you're right. He he definitely abandoned that. I mean, he definitely kills people because he's super strong and he's like <laughs> yeah, throwing I'm people sure. off boats. Yeah, throwing people off. Like you get a good chest punch from him, your heart like maybe explodes or something. He gets, you know? He's throwing that shield around. It's <laughs> vibranium shield into Knocked people's chest. With that shield, yeah. God, I don't know which would be worse. I guess getting hit by the shield would be worse than his fist, but yeah, the shield is worse. I don't know if he hits you dead in the chest, like you're—he might punch through your your chest cavity. Oh, man. I bet he could. He probably pulls his punches a lot. I, I would imagine, or he did. I guess he's dead now. He's, I could see off. Cap doing that. Green Meadows, ch- ch- chilling with you know May- May- Maybell. I'm sorry. Go on, <laughs> please go on. <laughs> I could see him pulling punches, just yeah. being being Cap, being like, "No, you don't need. To, I don't need to punch through this guy's chest. I can just." <laughs> what's What's your theory on this Flag Smashers group and why they're so strong and what they're up to? What What if you had to game out? What do you think they're they're trying to do? Um. So we're we're saying that their stated goal is not their real goal. Uh, uh you can pick whatever you think. Um, it's well based on this episode. It does seem like there is some like either some splinter group happening inside of Flag Smashers, or maybe just these people aren't okay. It's just because of that text message that the leader got, right? Where what was the what was it again? I'm so blanking. some anonymous person text messages the leader. I forget her name now. I thought it's, I think it was with an L, but oh, I think her name's Carly. Oh yeah, there's the L came in with the Lee. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
There it is. There it is, Elizabeth. Carly came in and they were, and whoever she was texting with said something to the extent of, you stole my stuff. Like, I'm going to kill you. Um, oh, shit. Wow, I didn't even pick up on that. Yeah, so I saw that. And then, like, they were looking real weird when they went into that safe house. I was like, why are they looking like this? But I think she had just gotten that text message before that. So I feel like this group might not might be splintering away from, from the greater group. Um, and maybe they don't even know it, even though Carly, like Carly is just doing it herself and dragging these people along. But um, yeah, I mean, they, they, I guess their main idea, I don't even know what their main idea is, but they're just terrorists. And it seems like they want to, uh, I don't know what their goal is. That's a great question. Well, their, their stated goal is to, to bring the world back. But like things were better during the blip, so that five year period when and like, then they half also the couple that was gone. They couple that with the what's their slogan? Something about one world or something? Yeah, one one world like united together, which is you know kind of nice, I nice. guess. They, uh, no, I don't, I'm not with their slogan. They got to get a better slogan. They want to join. I don't actually like the name Flag Smashers. When Sam said it, he sounded like a fool. Like that definitely smashers. sound like uh, uh, you are the the Scarlet Witch type moment. <laughs> <laughs> I hereby dub the the flag smasher. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I don't know. I I just have problems with that name in general. Like, you don't right. really smash a flag. A flag is not like a hard object. <laughs> object <you> know? <laughs> right. Like, yeah, you, well, yeah, you'd have to like freeze it in like liquid nitrogen <laughs> over a period of time, and then then, you could then smash you, it. I guess you could smash it. Yeah, yeah, it's more flag flag burners might be more accurate, right? But I I don't think that you know the Marvel writers want to go with that. That's yeah, cool. yeah, Just bring back those <laughs> that scare from the nineties. Oh my god, there has to be a constitutional amendment. Um, uh, but. I, Okay, so I guess they want to unite people. So it seems like they're just going to kill people eventually. There's going to be like some sort of mass death event is what I think they're going for. Because otherwise, mm. I, I don't know. They they also said at one point that whatever that global organization is that's trying to reintegrate people into society, right? Like they think that they care more about the people that came back than the people that were already here. And they and then Carly said something about, well, we're not letting those old powers take control again. So I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think that, yeah, that that's a good point. They're, they're going to have to do a series or something at some point that is just set in this five-year gap to show what happened. Um, yeah. because they keep alluding to it and it does, there's a lot of interesting story, like places you could go with the story, uh, in, in that five year gap. Like, yeah. Okay. So they're saying things were better. Really? <laughs> like uh, with all the like entire world going through unbelievable emotional trauma and not, not to mention infrastructure, uh, um, devastation. Yeah, I mean, it looked everything. pretty terrible, and when we saw Cap, Cap looked sad as shit. Oh, that's right. We did see a little bit of it <laughs> in, in Endgame. Sorry, I, wow, I totally blanked on that. But only a little bit, you know. Yeah, only a, only a little bit, and it didn't look great. Yeah, it looked pretty bad. Like, yeah, all those ships that were just like there's like a bunch of like ships piled Planes up against the Statue of Liberty. Fell out of, of the sky, like. <laughs> I think about yeah, this. Yeah, I like how 
how bad did they have it before the snap <laughs> that uh i mean i guess look you know it's it could human nature so someone's gonna benefit in, in a tragedy you know that's sort of always the case yeah um but it doesn't look like they're that this flag smasher group is that well off or anything it seems like they would be in like why why do they want to fight i, I don't know i guess some I don't people know. just want to fight I, I think part of their idea was that they felt now i don't know for sure but it seems like they believed that humanity was like globally more unified once uh because oh. they had to deal with this tragedy you know of what? losing half the population i think you're right yeah okay so it being sort of a unifying thing yeah yeah, that's probably you're probably right. Sort of uniting against the common enemy. I mean, that's that's what they say about you know if one, the uh, one way to get the world governments or the world to come together. There's even a uh, Twilight Zone episode about this. Mm. Um, is if there was an alien invasion, um, the world would unite against. Like it is kind of sad that like the only way we can unite is if we have something to fight because. <laughs> together because we're just so inherently violent yeah like this is all um, like very that's like the same idea those squid from watchmen right ozymandias exactly. that's yeah. why he unleashed the giant squid <laughs> a giant squid yeah exactly man that thing was ugly mm-hmm. um I, but the thing is i think in real <laughs> real life we'd still find a way to bicker amongst each other yeah. some people would be trying to ally with the aliens um, some people would just deny that there is any alien you know, as they're being stabbed through the head by one of its tentacles. Anyway, um, let's move on. Uh, Wait, did I like you, like, you liked the fight scene? I did. I, I did like the Matrix fight scene. Yeah, I, I, I thought found it, it was pretty cool. I was a little uh, – I mean, it was actually kind of nice – and a little bit refreshing to see our heroes that get their asses handed to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a great point uh, because, yeah, if they had had, you know, the full contingent with Hawkeye and, you know, whoever else. Oh, man, I'm surprised. You went first to Hawkeye. After all that Hawkeye hate, he's the one that you list off <laughs> first, huh? Well, he's the only, like, the only one who's still alive and around. <laughs> I mean, Natasha's dead. Cap's old and decrepit. I mean, who else is there? Doctor Strange, maybe. True. But he, he's not getting bo- He's not gonna bother with this. It's light work. Sorcery supreme. Sorcery supreme. He's got the Scarlet Witch to deal with, you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and Scarlet Witch. This is even above her pay or be or below her pay grade. Um, but yeah, look, I I I gotta say, I do have some kind of interest like i do kind of like new john cap uh despite everything oh but then um you know i i'm sure there's going to be a turn it may turn out that he's actually the villain and he's allied with the with the flag smashers to some degree i think there are rumors about that i i don't know i'm, I'm I not looked into not. any spoilers or anything but uh so there's that and then there was that one scene that was sort of odd where Sam and Bucky go to the home of uh, this guy who I guess was also a super soldier, but during the fifties while cap was quote on ice, um, which, which he alludes to there being, I mean, in the comics, he is essentially captain America 
in the 50s and 60s mm-hmm. uh, with some other sort of different type of super soldier serum. Um, and I don't know if they're going to build out this plot line in this show. Um, it, it seems like uh, they're setting him up to, to come back later at some point or to deliver some piece of information or intel. I would assume. Yeah, this guy's gonna. This guy's gonna come back. I don't remember what his name was. It Isaiah. Something? Isaiah. Yeah. So he'll. I'm sure he'll show up again. I actually thought Sam was gonna go back into the house after uh, the police took Bucky and talk, but um, hmm. he did not. Um, that guy was pretty upset. Yeah, but I thought Sam would be like. Yeah, I just thought it was something that they were gonna do. Like Sam's right. like, oh, well, I can talk to him myself. Um, right. He did seem very upset. <laughs> yeah, he threw that thing into the wall. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? It looked like a can of like military rations or something. I wasn't it even sure did. what that some kind of some kind of some kind of canister. It did look like that rations canister. <laughs> <laughs> some kind of fancy cigar holder or something. But uh yeah, so there was a, he was a super soldier and apparently he got dropped in behind enemy lines to to battle with the winter soldier and and that's how he yeah. he took his arm at one point apparently. Uh yeah, that would be cool to see, but yeah, he was saying that he I guess damaged well, I guess his first arm that he had. Yeah. Apparently Hydra had had other arms on deck for him. <laughs> they had to. Yeah. Ready. That would be cool. That would be another idea for a series, like just Winter Soldiers. I don't know how you make Winter Soldier the protagonist, considering he's just kind of unrelentingly evil and doesn't really have a brain or a personality, but it would be kind of cool to see what, what missions he went on. I'd like to see the fight with Isaiah. That'd be that'd be dope. Yeah, I think that would be pretty cool. Because, yeah, it sounded like Isaiah said, you mean when I whooped your ass? It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he could he could feel the sting. In his, you could see it in in Bucky's face. He's like, Bucky's oh. Like, yeah, you got me on that one. <laughs> yeah, remember that, that ass whooping. So, yeah, I guess that this will... That was for them trying to figure out where the rest of this super soldier serum came from. Right, because they assume that that the flag smashers have. Yeah, I mean they are super soldiers. It looks at least it looks like they yeah. have some some aspect of the serum. I did, yeah, I did find it funny though when one of when they were getting to the safe house and there were some troops who were on their tail, and then the one guy, the one flag smasher, is like, "No, I'll hold them off." Oh my gosh! And then he basically just runs up on them and gets sprayed up. <laughs> and then they just move along like hold them off dude like okay i get you knock down the power line in front of this convoy but they'll just drive around it you got to do some some other shit than just just that i mean I'll, like i'll hold them off yeah. and then you immediately just machine gun to death it, your it body was, is it, your body is now more bullet than flesh it was uh it was it was terrible it's like yeah i'll buy you some time he should have just knocked down a bunch of, of of the power lines and then ran back using his yeah, super ran, soldier speed. Go, go run back into back the woods. To the plane. Oh yeah, or, or run yeah, into or, the woods. Just the, run away. Like <laughs> run to the plane, run to the woods and start like just do something. 
He didn't even fight anybody. He just walked over the power line and just got shot. Like, <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, if, the, if this is the level of planning these Flag Smashers got, uh, <laughs> they better hope Carly is some kind of super genius. They're in for some trouble, buddy. Tell these you other guys get a trip over their own super shoelaces, fall into the volcano. Yeah, yeah. They, it was... It was Oh, that was just embarrassing. Yeah. Altogether. I don't uh, I don't know what his plan was, what he thought he was gonna do. <laughs> I mean, yeah, is he gonna do like do a running jump? Like jump over them somehow and then push the cars into them or something? I, I don't know. <sighs> yeah. He could have picked I mean, up look, that, that pole and threw it at the cars or something. I don't yeah, know if he's pick up the pole. That, yeah, pick up the pole. Get your uh, get your satchel page on. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, it was terrible. It's a terrible plan. Uh, so yeah, that's. So I think that's. Is there anything else? Those are the notes that I have for this episode. Um, we got our guy. What's his name? Zemo. We got the. We got oh, the right. Zemo lead in for next week. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I like that character. I think uh, I think he gets some residual cre- credit. Uh, that actor because he's in um, Inglorious Bastards, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. So, like anyone associated with that movie, I'm automatically on board with. So. <laughs> I don't know. Did you Did you like him as a villain in Civil War? Honestly, I don't really remember it. Yeah. Well, that's not a good sign. I know. I remember he was the <laughs> villain, and I was kind of, I was kind of disappointed with Civil War altogether. I remember really? like how I felt about it. I, hmm. like, I would recommend going back and watching Winter Soldier and Civil War. They're they're pretty good. Definitely Winter Soldier. I liked I liked the the original Captain America movie. I remember liking Winter Soldier a lot. I'll I'll rewatch Civil War. I'll see how it is. Right. Um, was there anything else? So, yeah, so they're going to Zemo. I guess Zemo has intel on Super Soldier Serum, although seems like they would have extracted that from him already, unless Bucky's going to talk him into it somehow. Unless nobody, I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't know what they did with him. They just, yeah, you figure they would have interrogated him by now and tried to get as much information from him as they could get. But maybe nobody asked him about Super Although Soldiers. I, yeah, I guess if the government is doing it, they're just going to hide it, keep it to themselves, so mm. Sam and Bucky would need to get it directly from the horse's mouth. Okay, that's that's fair. Um, yeah. What else was the other... <laughs> They were arrested, which Bucky was arrested. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah the, the joint therapy thing. Yeah, which I thought was annoying. <laughs> that was very annoying. That was definitely, that scene definitely felt like, like what I was talking about earlier, like, or or more so maybe it just felt like it was just for the trailer. Ah, yeah. Because it was too, yeah, it was too smarmy. You could tell that they were improvising, but they're not very good at it. Because <laughs> uh, it was just like them going back and forth, like, "What you trying to do? What What are you doing? Were, were, were you gonna stare? 
you always stare. I'm not staring. Why don't you stare? Oh, now uh, you're in a staring contest. Like, yeah. oh god. Yeah, no, I'm with you on that one. It was, it was, yeah, it was a throwaway scene for me. I was like, I don't really need this. I didn't need to right. see it. It didn't help me in any type of way. Uh, but I guess after that, the only thing that kind of we saw was they decided that they are not going to be uh, helping out with, well, wait, what was the other guy's name? Lamar? Just like Lamar. <laughs> I did like that, that his, his introduction. When then, then Sam was like, no, nah, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need more than that. Just can't come up here. And say, just say your name is Lamar Miller after you like jumped out of this helicopter and jumped oh, right, right. some tactical gear. It's like, who are you? And then he gave yeah. some dumbass nickname. What was it? Oh man, I have to go back and watch. Wait, who give gave who a Lamar dumbass nickname? Lamar said something. Oh man, of his own nickname? Yes. Oh, see, I didn't even catch that either. Oh man! What it was like? So he's Captain. What he said something like, "Well, yeah, this is new Captain America." So I guess that makes me, um, double Bucky or something. Like, what did he say? <laughs> <laughs> double Bucky. Well, that's not. I mean, that's what I'm calling him from now on, unless you remember. Because I don't remember I'm him gonna... giving himself a nickname. I thought he did. Oh man. I don't know if I'll be able to find it this quickly. This Wyatt. Well, he did say, well, so Cap, John Cap said to Sam, he's like, you know, it, you know, I'm not Steve, but I could really use you as my wingman. Like you were Cap's wingman. He did not like and that. He was insulted by that. Mm-hmm. Seems like he basically was his wingman. I'm not sure why he would be so insulted. I mean, yeah, it wasn't really like he, yeah, he, Sam really didn't. They just like don't that like, they all. just don't, I guess it's the thing where you sometimes you just don't like somebody, you don't really know why, but there's nothing they can really do to kind of turn you over. Yeah, I guess his whole thing died. was that he felt like, um, there shouldn't be a Captain America at all in the first place. Like that's part I guess of the reason could, he turned it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could sort of like this guy was already in the military. You could just send him on what whatever missions you're sending him on as Cap. Just send him on as regular military. I mean, even if he's like a specialist, like yeah. I guess it's, in, it's true. Why do they need to have a Captain America? It seems like it's better to have him just stand as this symbol. Because this is why you don't put living people on stamps. Or this is why they don't, they, I should say, they don't put living people on stamps. Because you never know if they're gonna, it's going to turn out, oh, well, actually, he was killing homeless people in his spare time. And, you know, <sighs> sitting them up at the dinner table and, like, taking photos of them. And those photos came out. You know, th- you don't want that coming out after someone's been on, on a stamp for 15 years. So, so uh, anyway, anyway yeah. <laughs> that's a bad, that's an extreme example, but that that's basically it. So to have Cap stand as a symbol for this thing is almost more effective than having some random dude that half, you know, half the people don't, don't even care for. No, I, I would agree. I, I just, what, I don't, right. Black ops. I think you leave it as, leave as the symbol and then you can have this guy just. 
why does he need to be known as Captain America? He can just be. See, this whole this whole plot line, actually, like the whole introduction and all that. I don't know if you watch The Boys, but I have been watching that recently. Um, I haven't. I've heard it's good, and it felt very much like that because like. That's like what they do with their with their superheroes. They have press conferences. They have like <laughs> like basically like talent management surrounding them, and that's sort of what they have this them felt go to like. go to clubhouse every now and then. Yeah, they talk, they would. I wouldn't be surprised if that's introduced at some point. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, that part I I did not like that. That felt a little clumsy to me, but I guess that's like what the what it needs what it needed to be. I don't know. Lamar Hoskins, ba- Battlestar. That's his superhero name. Yeah, Battlestar. Really? Yeah, I'm st- I'm sticking with Double Bucky. Soon afterward, we learn he's taken on the superhero named Battlestar. Yeah, a re- this does is- he say that in the show? He does say it. He says it. A reveal that disgusts Sam and Bucky. That's a perfect description. <laughs> they were they were disgusted after he said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bucky call me, was just like, call me stop, Battlestar. Stop the Jeep. I'm out of here. <laughs> Well, you know Captain America over there. They call me Battlestar. He said Lamar Hoskins, and then he broke out that Battlestar. You got to, yeah, check it out again. Because I knew he said something. That does sound funny. Yeah. Yeah. Bucky. Bucky (laughs) had had enough. The Jeep disgustedly. (laughs) Dejectedly. That was good. Um... Yeah, so we'll see. And then I guess they're all – they're sort of setting them up to be, uh, I guess, rivals and opposites now. Because it's right. like Lamar and Cap versus Bucky and Sam. Right. Who's going to get the bad guys first? Mm. No, not, not Battlestar, I hope. And then I guess, you know, I don't know. I, it's probably I, – I didn't check how many episodes, but there's a lot of like side characters that are going to have to be woven in here. You know, I mean, I'm I'm assuming that Sam's sister and nephews are not going to be gone. Yeah, and I think in the trailer for the series, there's um, who's that? Uh, Sharon Carter. I did hear that. Yeah, Sharon Carter. We got Zemo. I don't know if Don Cheadle character is going to come back. He's probably going to come back at some point. I would assume so. Captain America wife slash girlfriend, whoever she is. She can't be just gone now. Captain America's wife slash girlfriend? Yeah, I don't know what the relationship is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Cap, she's around. I don't know if Bucky's ever going to settle that thing with the old man that he befriended. I think, yeah, I think he's got to. I think they have to go back to that storyline. Yeah, they got it. That's that's almost the most interesting storyline they got. Yeah. They have to. And then, yeah, and then it's just them being on the run and seeing uh, if they can keep up with this banter. Oh, God. <laughs> Only banter I want is that that sports bar in Williamsburg that's known for English football oh. and playing Game of Thrones episodes before HBO cracked down on it. Mm. 
So he used to he could catch me up in there doing that every now and then. Not anymore. No, not now. Maybe some point in the future. Although I think they shut down. You think so? I don't know. For good. Uh, well, we can wrap Dark. up. <laughs> can wrap up. We'll we'll circle back on uh, on this uh, uh, next time. We did have a potential new segment. Uh, a music related, but we'll hold that. I think as a tease. Uh, maybe next time we'll see. See how it goes. We got that in our back pocket. Oh, sorry. One other thing that oh, did sure. irritate me. <sighs> Marvel has <laughs> got me so conditioned. Still, I waited for that fucking after credit scene. I didn't sit here <laughs> and wait, but I was fast forwarding because it has a little preview down at the bottom, so you can see. And right. of course, the first episode I waited, the second one I did the fast forward and nothing. It's like, if you're going to do it, I keep doing it. But oh my God, I don't, I, that was weird uh, in winter or in Wanda. They did, I think two, three post credit scenes. Yeah. And, but it, like the only like the last three episodes. And then, yeah, for this none so far. Yeah. It is annoying to have to wait because these credits are long too. Yeah, they are. They're long as fuck for a TV show. I don't like it, but um, I mean, they've got me conditioned to keep looking out for yeah. them. Maybe not. I think they're gonna. I, I will make. I'll I'll bet you fifty cents that they have old cap in in at least one episode. Hmm. That's your prediction. Old cap shows up at one point. I think so. I think there's got to be some. Some swerve. I think that's it. Old cat. Um, cat daddy at, at, at Green Grove playing Mahjong with Maybell in them. Uh, playing Mahjong. Yeah, I don't know. I don't have any good predictions. Peggy Carter shows up. Um,. I, yeah, the last time I said there was going to be a, someone with powers for real showing up, but that was wrong. So I don't think there's going to be anyone with powers showing up. Right. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. That's. This isn't the kind of series for that. No. Apparently. Although not. they do reference what? What are the the big three that they reference? Was it like ghosts, goblins, and wizards, or something? That was pretty Aliens. good, but it was. Uh, dang. I forget the other A. It was two A's. It was it was aliens, something androids, and maybe androids. Was or was it just robots? Wizards aliens, were the third. It was definitely and aliens and wizards. And what was the other one? It was an A. I think it was androids. Okay. It was definitely aliens and wizards. Aliens for sure. Yeah. And then they had that whole little like funky like it was a it, it was decent banter like that banter was okay between him and Bucky and then he was like oh you know about Gandalf he's like yeah I was oh yeah I read it when it first I read the Hobbit when it first came out hello <laughs> yeah I read it when it came out in 1937 <laughs> yeah I was like oh, okay okay I can that was that. pretty good yeah that was some good banter <laughs> all right yeah I can I can deal with the banter okay good. <laughs> All right. Any closing thoughts? Um, eat something green. Uh, it's officially spring now. 
We're in the spring. That's right. That's right. So, uh, and it's and it's raining right yeah, on time. It's going to be raining all day here. Nice. Love <laughs> it. Pull out the big golf umbrella. Oh my gosh. The, the big Dwayne Reed golf umbrella. I do not miss dealing with people on the street with those gigantic umbrellas. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about you. It's like, fuck, fuck you walking on the sidewalk. I ain't getting wet. <laughs> exactly. This is my sidewalk. This is because we have uh, 120. <laughs> uh, I didn't start on any of these 40s. 